Warning, the following podcast has detailed spoilers and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, Trekoff fans, if you're listening to this, then you probably have some friend somewhere who also likes Star Trek and probably also like podcasts, so please tell them to listen to us, to search us on iTunes, to search for Trekoff, or to go to trekoffpodcast.com. Also, if you like Star Wars, you want to go to popoffpodcast.com because we're doing our Star Wars retrospective there. That's it. Please let everyone know so we get more listeners. Enjoy Trekoff! It's time for Trekoff. We'll put our runabout right in your wormhole. <laughs> Welcome to Trek Off. My name's Justin. My name is Alexia. And today we're talking today ab- we're talking about, about strippers. I, no? Eventually, we will be talking about. Uh, oh no, we're not talking about that. We will, but let me do the fucking. We're intro. not going to talk about strippers the whole time. I can't just do the impro- intro. That really, the last one we posted, the word nudity was in the title. <laughs> All right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we talked about. We spent twenty minutes talking about why somebody would show their boobs. <laughs> it's I a thought, great topic. Thought it might be a good idea to to actually talk about Star Trek Fine. today. Fine. But I'll Whatever. let you talk about your stripper story. No, but tell, no, go ahead and say what we're going to be talking well, about. We so will they can be, be thinking about it the whole time. The Next Generation <laughs> season two. Uh, they probably know because it's like listed. What is this? What is this one going to be? I don't know what this is. Maybe it's about this thing. Do they like Star Trek? Next Generation season two aired from 1988 to 1989. But first, stories. You went on a trip. Yeah, we went to, to West Virginia for a friend's Anywho. birthday. By the way, I do have to thank you. Um, for anybody who has never tried Pinnacle Whipped Cream Vodka. Oh, so fucking good. It is really good. It's kind of ridiculous. It really does taste like whipped cream. And, and I would never... Look, I, I do like hard liquors. I do. But I, I would never drink vodka on its own. It makes me really mm-hmm. like... It's bad. Yeah, I don't drink so, any hard liquor on its own. So so that being understood, this is the same proof as any regular li- liquor you'd have. Uh-huh. But, but I will like drink it straight because it's it dangerous. tastes good. It's dangerous. That's why I'm drunk on every I'm episode. I'm not going to have... I'm not. I'm fairly <laughs> sober as I as I get you to admit things you normally wouldn't. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. No, it's, it's not as... Except in, last time you tricked me. How did I trick you? I said... I thought you were drunk too. You tricked me. I didn't... And if you listen to the last episode, when you start getting personal, I go, hey, listen... Before you say anything, but else. you knew I was drunk. It doesn't count. That's like that's like the guy who, when a chick is really fucking drunk, and like they get, start getting hot and heavy, and then he's like, "Listen, babe, you're drunk. Are you sure you want to do this? And you're fucking drunk. So what do you do? You go, you look him straight in the eye, like I'm not drunk, baby. This is totally what I want. Yeah. At least that's just me, anyway. Maybe not every chick does that, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I do. So that's my experience of it. And so it went down kind of like that, except we weren't, you know, naked, and there was no weird shit going on. Hey, speaking of naked, tell me about your trip. Okay, so it was a friend's birthday, and I have been to a strip club before. Um, I have not. R- really? You really? have never been to a strip club? It would be difficult for me to. I think we've had this conversation. I couldn't go. I couldn't do it. Like you couldn't do it. It wouldn't be. I. I wouldn't get any enjoyment out of doing it. Weird. I mean, it's it. it not to get too graphic, but that like, I. It would be frustrating to go <laughs> to like go and like. There's a. It, you know, it would be. It would be like someone who is, uh, who is diabetic. Going into a candy store, <laughs> walking around, and being told you can't have any of the candy. None of this candy is for you. It'd be like someone like bringing someone who's on a diet to to Dunkin' Donuts, just, <laughs> just, no donuts for just you. to look at the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I I, 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 it's hard for me to see the point of going to a strip a strip. Really? Club. Yeah, because I'm just like I would be sitting there going, oh, especially if they tried to come over and talk to me. I'd be like, hey, 
You must be cold. <laughs> what do you say? I wouldn't know what to say. I don't, I don't know. I guess I, I never... I don't have the problems you have. Well, they, I it, mean, it's like hot ha- naked it, chicks. It like. has a different effect on you than it has on me. It's like, hey, they're naked. Which is natural. And, and dancing, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> like, it's just how it occurs to me anyway. And we so we went uh, for a friend's birthday, and it was cool because... Um, the the people there the girls there were actually really fun like see for me i wanted to be hot because like i'm picky but but i wanted to be enthusiastic yeah i like it when they really are just up there dancing and having a good time that's why i think it is entertaining like there are a couple of girls there that just were like sort of sour at their lot in life like god i'm a fucking stripper this sucks i'm like naked on a stage and i was like i don't really care to see that that's not enticing to me in in the least (laughs) but if they're spinning on the pole and having a good time and dancing and it's like you're just kind of hanging out it's like that's all right see i had i had a good time because i i wore a very low cut uh top oh yeah so that my boobies were out okay Um, and and luckily this entices hot women to want to motorboat them next generation season two <laughs> <laughs> welcome to track off welcome to track off this is alexia my name is <laughs> <laughs> you're so bizarre you sometimes just, you just talk i'm done you just talk oh up. it's all me Ooh, ooh, this should be fascinating oh wow a show where dust where justin doesn't really talk you, yeah but you won't read the synopsis um no you know what i'll do I won't read the 15 minute long Justin version of the synopsis. Well, I did pull up wiki, wiki, this like Wikipedia like it's like one sentence. So go ahead, start with the child. The child. Okay, wait. This is the season that's poo because it's Doctor Pulaski, right? Doctor Pulaski is in the season. It's poo for another reason. Actually, it's it's worth noting that this season is there was a writer strike. Oh, really? Going on, and so that was um, um, that is part of the reason. But it's not poo. Um, because season one was poo, and there's some amazing episodes in here, including one that's heavy on Dr. Pulaski. But Dr. Pulaski is poo. I mean, that's just true. I was looking her up, and actually she said that she had a terrible time. Really? On it, yeah. She said that she felt like it didn't gel, that she was, that like... The, no, the, her the character just didn't, it didn't work. It didn't fit. Like it, And it's not the actress's fault by any means. And she was on the original series. Diana Poldar, yeah. Poldar was, yeah, she's like, she was coming back to track. Like it's not like she was a stranger to yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not the actress's fault at all. This was like they made a mistake when they, they decided tried to, they tried to make it bones. Is what it's clearly she was supposed to be bones. But it doesn't work. Yeah, no, because there isn't a Spock and there isn't a Kirk. Yeah, like you can't like, just throw bones into a different mix and hope yeah. it works. And because she's clearly bones, she's like country medicine kind of gruff. She treats no, but she but that's the difference. Like she treats <sighs> the thing is, is she treats data. The way, because it's her and Data, that's the big relationship she has, right? And right. Mm-hmm. She treats Data the way that Bones treats Spock. The problem is, is Spock is a logical adult, and Data has kind of got the soul of a child. Yeah. And so when Bones... It's just mean. Yeah, when Bones, is, when Bo- Bo- Bones is being mean to Data, or when Bones is being mean to Spock, Spock is a logical guy who you know is looking back at Bones, being quiet about it, but looking back with the same disdain. Like Bones is going, yeah. going, you green-blooded Vulcan, and you know that Spock is going... Is in his head. He's he's judging, he's, he's like, you know, you're, Bones you're, back. And, and, and <laughs> she's mean to Data, and your Data's like thinking in his head, why? Yeah, and yep. it's just, and it's just you, mean-spirited. Just Whereas, okay, yeah, like with Bones and, and Spock, it's more like, a, like that friend that she always liked to riff on. Yeah, you know? what's that like? <laughs> Dr. Pulaski. I'm not Dr. Pulaski Alexia because you ain't Pulaski. no data. I may be bones in your Spock, but certainly not. I'm Barkley. We said that last time. Uh, that's right, you're Barkley. Oh, thank God they never met. 
you just imagine Barkley commits suicide. The episode where Barkley <laughs> commits suicide, like because he's introduced, I think season three too, and and the other season, season three is season four. Can you imagine him meeting Doctor Doctor Pulaski? Doctor Pulaski, I I I I have I have a shut the fuck <laughs> up, <laughs> shut up, go shut to up, work. kill yourself. <laughs> just do us all a favor you, and off yourself. Why don't you go kill yourself right now? <laughs> yeah, like she just came across as mean, like, and that's the problem. Like they didn't have the right other set pieces yeah. and and nothing again nothing against the actress but um bones there was just there was a charm about him as a sure. dude you know sure. what i mean like where you just kind of liked him right when you saw him um and i think you can't really duplicate something like that well and also um look i don't think and and i again i don't want to slam gates gates mcfadden she is i i dr crusher is not that strong of a character you can't have a bunch of alphas and you no. already you already yeah. have enough alphas on this show you already have you know picard and Riker. data's not an alpha but they have tons of stories about him yeah you can't have you know the stories about her was always her being mean to data yeah you know and her just kind of well and especially when it was like after you've got a season of Crusher and Crusher is you know what I mean and Crusher is so sweet and feminine and yes, and yeah she's that it's it's just it's that much more abrasive motherly yeah, yeah. when you bring on Pulaski and well, she just seems mean and and, and what makes angry. next gen work is the is the blend and and she is the motherly character yep she is the you know and and you take that away and you replace it with a mean grandma it's like yeah it's, it's like it's like totally when, what it is. it's like when mom goes on a trip and you have to go with mean grandma for yeah. a week <laughs> That's a good analogy. Not that I have, not that I have any mean grandmas, but it's like, it's like, it's like when the the ki- Narnia kids show up at the mean right. house. Like, yes. Don't go in that room. <laughs> it's rah, totally rah, what rah. it is. <laughs> so, goodness gracious. So okay, so let's. Oh wait, yeah, I thought you weren't going to be talking. All right. Uh, so well, I just background. All right, so let's speed through the child. So the child, Doctor Pulaski, joins the Enterprise while LaForge prepares the Enterprise to transport dangerous plague specimens. Deanna spontaneously becomes pregnant and gives birth to a mysterious child. It's worth noting that this episode uh, was originally written for the character of Elia on uh, in Star Trek Phase Two when they were going to do that, and then it became the Star Trek Star Trek the Motion Picture. So this is the first one where they just reappropriated a script that yep. was written for an, actually a different cast. Uh-huh. Um, I remember you mentioning that. And the character like. of Decker, who was in the Motion Picture, uh. was supposed to be Riker. Elia was was you know Troy, and same plot. So okay. they basically just took a script that had already been written and then they just rewrote it for next gen. So it was okay. It was fine. Well, well let's let's talk about the 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 differences Troy has um the her new outfit, the the little jumpsuit that she wears through till like season 5. Oh, instead of the skirt? Yeah. Um uh and she uh her hair is not quite as poofy. And <laughs> she still has fantastic hair, though. Gosh, um, that woman's got amazing. She's hair. got amazing hair by the end. I don't like. I feel like her hair here is not as good as it becomes. I think season five, season six. I actually think she's gorgeous, and I think she's actually prettier in a Starfleet uniform for whatever reason. I think the blue does something for. Yeah. <laughs> um, but okay. So something about that jumpsuit, baby. So yeah. So she. So yeah. The child. Um, sad at the end, of course, because you know the child has to leave and she cries. Right. So all right, moving on. Okay, where silence has lease. The Enterprise becomes trapped in a hole in space where the crew encounter strange spatial phenomena and crewless ships materializing in and out of existence. The crew suspect they are they are akin to lab rats. Um, yeah. Um, okay. 
Oh, that's that's the one. With the, <laughs> that's the one with with Nagilam. Yeah, that's the yes. one where like that's some the one of with them, the weird some, face. The that, face. That, yeah. Yeah. I, I do like it because he calls them ugly bags. Bags of most mostly water. Mostly water. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And that it's like it's it's too Q-ish though. It's just like this guy. It could have been a Q episode, and instead it's Nagilam. It's another big, ultra powerful entity right. fucking with him. They didn't. Not just fucking with him though. He's he's studying them. Like yeah. that is what he's doing. You know, and I feel like it's interesting because this is one of those times when like because you see them out there exploring when they come across someone who's also that way and like is cold and clinical to maybe to a degree that they aren't. And it's almost like maybe that's the route they're on. Like it makes you question things. So I, you know, I guess I don't feel it's a very strong episode. So I mean, I'm not saying it was the best thing ever or anything. So far, season two is not starting off with a bang, but let's keep going. Okay. Uh Episode three is elementary, dear wa- dear data. Now it now it's starting off with a bang. What fun! Yeah. What? So I don't need to say what this one's about. Then. Oh well, go ahead and say what it's about. No, it's cool. We don't need to do that. Well, no, I think <laughs> I, look in case there are people who haven't seen season two or just fans of the movies who are listening or you know. Most people have seen this episode. This is a famous episode, but go ahead. It's and very good, yes. Read the plot real quick. After Data easily solves an ordinary Sherlock Holmes holodeck mystery, Jordy asks the computer to make a Holmes villain capable of defeating Data. The resultant Professor Moriarty soon becomes far more powerful than expected. Um, it's so interesting because that twist of, um, of Moriarty being smart enough to defeat Data. Well, and it's, I think without this episode, there is no doctor on Voyager. I think that that this, you know, plays to Moriarty clearly has emotions, you know, data, you know, data doesn't, although we know he does. Right. You know, he doesn't think he has emotions, but clearly he he does. Yeah. Um, uh, Just just a fun episode. Um, I even like Dr. Pulaski a little bit in this episode. I enjoy. I mean, she doesn't detract anyway. I enjoy what they do. It is by it is. I, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll eat my words later on, but it is probably my favorite holodeck episode. Really? Um, okay. uh, I only have one problem with this episode, which is when uh, when Moriarty hands Jordy um, a piece of paper and Jordy goes out and is looking at it and freaks out. He takes it and he freaks out and he walks out into the hallway and Data goes, what? What's on the piece of paper? And Jordy fi- flips over the paper to show a picture of the Enterprise. And he flips it over, like head over heels, like bottom uh-huh. over top, which means when he was looking at it, it, it was, was upside, it was upside down. down. It always bothered me. I was like, clearly they wanted the shot of the picture yeah. of the Enterprise, and they didn't want it to be awkward with him flipping it around. So right. like, you just hold it upside down, and when you flip it around, and it always just that that one moment just seems staged, and it always took me out. Wow. Yeah. No, I never had that thought. Yeah, it was just when I was watching. I, was I probably like, will now, from yeah. now on till the end of time. Every time I see this episode, oh, but goodness. I didn't before. Well, if only. Too bad there's no more Star Trek for you to watch. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I hope you can still enjoy the other 599. <laughs> I, I'm hours not certain that I'm going to be able to. That's right. All right go ahead. Ruin shit for people. Go ahead. Um, the outrageous Akona. Go ahead, read the synopsis. The Enterprise is caught up in the schemes of a flamboyant space rogue on the run while Data explores humor with the help of a holodeck comedian played by Joe, Joe Piscopo. Oh. Um, I like Joe Piscopo, though. I do. I don't love him in this episode. Um, I mean, he doesn't bother you know, me in this it's, I, I, He seems out of place. It seems like, it seems like it's uh, stunt casting. Um, what do you mean? Just like Joe Pisco was big at the time, like it was sort of <laughs> when he was big. It was just kind of like, and this week on Star Trek: The Next Generation, Joe Pisco. <laughs> um, uh, 
I will say that that. What uh, did you say? Oh, you're you say, listening Mr. now. It was sweeps week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nah. Um, the uh, the one thing I do the poignant moment in this episode is when Data is telling jokes and the audience is laughing anyway. And laughing at his jokes, and then no matter what he says, they the laugh. audience laughs, and he realizes that he's not being funny. I feel like that's yeah. that moment is kind of sticks with me. As for the Han Solo comes aboard the Enterprise thing, uh, you know, it was like there's a woman who's pregnant, and she's really pregnant with this other kid's boy's kid, and the leader of One World thought that Okuno, you know, had impregnated her, and he's like, "Hey, I'm outrageous!" La, 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 la. And he's like going around. <laughs> Everybody likes him because he's, you know, they they're all kind of pissed with him and frustrated with him. But darn it, if he ain't charming, right? Yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> go on. You're just sad because that ain't you. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't mind being the outrageous Okuno. True. I mean, I'd have to have his stupid little ponytail. But other than that, <laughs> but other than that, other than you'd be that, fine with it. Who wouldn't? What guy wouldn't want to be the outrageous Akuna? It would be awesome. He was cool for the time. Right, go on. All right. Loud as a whisper. The Enterprise hosts. When a you deaf said when you said word silence had lease, I thought it was this episode. Because the oh, sign. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Go ahead. The Enterprise hosts a deaf telepathic ambassador who mediates difficult peace negotiations with the assistance of his trio of telepathic interpreters. This one was so weird, like and interesting because it it sort of brought in this whole other yeah aspect. Um, I like what but I'm sure you're going to be all like poopy on it and hate so go ahead i am a little poopy on it i felt like it was cheesy i felt like honestly i could boil it down to this is the episode where they teach the enterprise crew sign language (sighs) and it felt a little abc you know after school specialty to me you're such a i like what they were trying to do but i skipped this episode i mean when i when i you know when i'm doing a true rewatch no i don't but when like when i'm just sort of skipping around i will never watch this episode because it's just sort of i feel like it's it's cheesy and at the same time heavy-handed. Right? Wow, both of those things at once. Yeah, I feel it's like quite it. the feet. Oh, not really. I just feel like it's kind of like in the same way that an ABC after-school special is. You know, uh, in the same way that somebody might go, "I never learned to read." read. You know, or or the episode of Saved by the Bell where um where Elizabeth Berkeley gets addicted to gets addicted to caffeine pills because they don't want to do real drugs. Because <laughs> they didn't want to do it. real drugs. I need it, Zach. I need it. I no. need it so bad. No. Please. Or like and when Alex Keaton gets addicted to speed to help him with his studies. I remember and, that. You know? Yeah. Well, because they they had the clip from that episode in the opening credits forever where he's like going on the on the um, on the chair with wheels, the desk chair with wheels, and he looks at the desk and he's like, oh, hey, you know that that <laughs> shot was in the opening credits from that episode forward uh-huh. and i always i was like that you know they, they have that as kind of a funny little shot i was like that's that drug addiction episode that's actually the drug addiction <laughs> episode so um abuse episode yeah um the very special episode um so go on yeah well i for one didn't hate on it like you i didn't hate on it but there it's are like, there's so much better star trek to watch i think that's the thing if there were only two seasons of star trek to watch i'd probably watch this episode it's fine but when I've got 100 and se- what, 178, 177 episodes of Next Gen to watch, this is not going to make my top 30 that I'm checking out. All right. I suppose that's fair. The Schizoid Man. A brilliant scientist and former mentor of Data's creator, Dr. Ira Graves, cheats death by uploading his memories <laughs> and personally, personality into the Android data. To know him is to love him. And to know him and to love him is to know him. Those who knew him loved him. Those who didn't know him loved him from afar 
it was uh, it was uh it was ira graves right was the name of the guy yeah yeah it was when when ira graves downloads himself into data yep. and then does his own eulogy yeah it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> Just, and data grows a beard <laughs> data grows a beard to look like ira graves how can he grow a beard he, i don't know but he does um and and yeah it's a it's a brent spiner gets to act like brent spiner instead of acting like data episode you know what <laughs> um it, this episode has dr salar which is you know which is fun. i i said last time we, we talked about voyager um that uh that i really liked that um the actress who plays dr salar um and and it has uh i would say this th- this is interesting this is a bad episode that i like a lot that I when it's on, huh? I'll watch it because it's 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 silly. It's just silly from beginning to end, and yet I like I enjoy it. I just I I enjoy watching Brent Spiner be Welcome theatrical. Welcome to my world. Yeah. Oh, because you're watching Voyager. No, I'm just saying in general. Like that's I guess that's more my feel. Like as long as I'm being entertained, I'm not necessarily trying to rip something apart. Well, like I'm not trying to rip it apart. I guess my point is is that there's so much right that I can't give it all. It's not all a 10. You know, it's not like... I know, you if, always say this. If I give this... I'm not a, trying to give everything a 10. If I give this a 10, if I even give this a 5, what do I call, you know, uh, fucking what's the the final episode? All Good Things or Best of Both Worlds, you know? What do I... What do yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, go on. You there's gotta some, have your curve, whatever. There, there's some killer ones coming up. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, unnatural Selection. I forget this one. What is it? The Enterprise receives a distress call from the USS Landry where the crew find all hands head from... Wait, hold on. What? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> that makes much more sense, right? The um, heads are just in each other's laps. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, why did this... Why, why are there all these heads? <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> this is so weird. It's more like an episode where they come upon... like It's more like Firefly where the Reavers yeah. have just been there. <laughs> There's nothing but heads left. <laughs> right, go on. Okay, uh, so unnatural selection take two. The Enterprise receives a distress call from the U.S. and and, and the first time I almost said latrine, um, but <laughs> it's Landry, where the crew finds all hands dead from apparently old age. The cause of the accelerated aging must be found before scientists on a research colony suffer the same fate. Oh, this is the one where Doctor Pulaski gets old. And I'm then, sorry, wasn't she old to begin with though? Yeah, but she gets like really old, and then oh, they right, and right. then they they have to like beam her back. Like they like O'Brien's like I can run it through the transporter filter and make her young again because we have her old transporter trace and we'll use that to make you know what 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 episode were we watching recently where you were like why couldn't they just do that yeah it was somebody was what you weren't watching an episode you were having a conversation about it about an episode though I don't yeah so, there was some episode. Um. Oh, I remember. It was an episode of 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 Voyager, the one where uh, Tuvix. Tuvix. That you know what I will say this. I respect Tuvix for how dark the episode is at the uh, end. You and your fucking dark. It's good though. The end is compelling. It's compe- no. I, that episode actually really pissed me off. Yeah, and but, let me tell you why. But it affected you. No, that's not the fucking point, man. Didn't it was. It? it no. It pissed me off. Like not in a good way. Like in a in a. This is a bullshit kind of way. Like. I have issue when you've set up these characters in a particular way. You have set up Tuvok to be a very honorable guy who would absolutely give up his life for 
another person, let alone another several people. Same goes for Neelix. So when you ask me to come along with you and believe that this new being is a meshing of both of those beings, and then you tell me that he's not willing to give himself up for two people's lives, I fucking call shenanigans. It's bullshit. It's a blatant, obvious attempt at, oh, so we just really want to create drama. Like, And I would have been fine. Is Let's he, be I, clear. I would have been fine with him having difficulty with it. We're going to have right? an Aliana moment here because I feel the in, the exact opposite. I feel like it's a betrayal of Janeway's character that this that is... She a, a, that she forces him? That's what I'm saying. The fact that that happens yeah, but, but is here, bullshit. No, not they the break characters left and right not, in that episode. Yeah, but here's the thing. You have a problem with the, with the fact that he wouldn't give his life up. I have a problem with the fact that he ultimately wouldn't give his life up. Here's the thing. I have no issue with they wanted to have drama they wanted to have strife yeah, they wanted to make it interesting but he Fine. was he was tuvok though he was tuvok and he was neelix he was both of them and when they were joined he was like you know what we're both happier now you know it's like it's like jadzia and no Dax. but it's not it's not though because he's not both he like he has both of their memories and he is both but going forward no he's a meshing of both of them which is not the same thing yes but the thing is right he's a hybridization of yes. the two of them which makes him but he his would not, own unique thing we'll hit this when we go to it but he he would not think of tuvok and neelix as two different people yes he did he said he thinks of them as his parents which makes it even more fucked up like don't fight me yeah. on this i just watched it like and so the fact that you wouldn't give up your life for your parents like and i could understand if like neelix or tuvok were at like the end of their life and by this hybridization now all of a sudden he was young and so that it's truly like a parent-child situation that would be different but that's not the case and i don't have issue with him having thought about it him him having doubts so that there could be strife and there could be drama in the episode and it could make you think well should Janeway force him but then I think what should have happened is ultimately Janeway should not have forced him because she would never do something like that it fucking breaks her character and yeah. then he comes to the realization I can't do this this See, is wrong I'm, and actually gives up his life that's how it should have fucking ended I actually can tell you how it should have fucking ended. it should have ended that Tubix was a character for four or five episodes and then against his will gets separated into two that when the character the crew starts to know him and like him then he gets separated out why, is, back in why the would you do that no because, that's bullshit you know what because i want consequence there is consequence why isn't there consequence within the episode months had passed yeah but you know what in the next episode it's like it didn't happen and that's that's a, that's the one problem i have with voyager more than almost any other of the star trek shows is that or maybe the original series too is that you don't get the sense that what happens in the episode affects them. Like the, like you get to the next episode, you could skip two Vicks or watch two Vicks out of order and it wouldn't matter. And I guess that's true. And I, and I sort of feel like if you made him a, put him on the ship, made him be on the ship for a while and that make it be that they can't separate him out. They try and they can't. And then he's on the ship for a while and then five, five episodes after you've gotten to know him, then they figure out how to do it. And someone does it and then they have to deal with that. And then have Tuvok and Neelix kind of bummed about it for three or four but episodes. But they wouldn't be. That's the point. Like the, sure they would. No, because once they've been separated back out, like they don't. I don't think they had his memories. That's what the, I would have them have his memories. And so I, let's say it's Ensign Kim. So they would both somehow have the memories of the one being that they yes. were yes. So then derived have, from. Have Ensign Kim save them by forcing Chuvix against his will to separate back, ba separate Why them back Harry? out. Why Harry? 
I'm choosing a random character. I'm just going Harry, whoever, Bolana, whoever. So you're still ha- so you would still stand by having somebody actually force him into it. If you did, though, I'm saying if you did, I would say have it be that the official rule is no, but like somebody does it, like circumvents orders and does it anyway. Wait, but then that person has to be punished. That's like, what I'm saying. Other, no, that's what I'm saying. No. Have them be punished. But here's the thing that I think would be interesting drama is that then you have Tuvok and Neelix who both owe their lives to that person, but also remember that person forcibly detaining them and, and betraying them. No. No, you see, and see then, that doesn't work either. Like, because I feel like ultimately it's still a betrayal of both of their characters. See, I just for wanted, him to have to be forced into it. And that's what it felt like. It felt like just like what you're talking about. Like, like a I want to make a consequence. I want to make this some difficult thing, and we're just gonna write it in, even though it doesn't make any fucking sense. And I hate that shit. That really upsets me. I I guess I guess I just want there to be consequence to the shows. I want the shows to seem like. They affect something. There's something going on in Spider-Man right now that where um, Spider-Man, was, Spider-Man was married to Mary Jane for like 20 years. Like oh, wow. He was okay, married yeah. to her forever. And, or maybe Mary 15. Jane. And then there was something where they were like, their relationship, once they were married, everybody hated it. Like for 15 years, they hated them as a married couple. Why the fuck? Because you know she, people piss me off. With she this needs shit. she needs to be the one he's striving for. It's like when Tony and Angela finally got together on Who's the Boss. It just didn't work. The, it was the tension of wanting them to get together that made the show work. That's why. So you, now you're saying that Bones is going to go off the air now that I'm just saying. Did you just spoil Bones? Did you just do a Bones spoiler <laughs> on Trek Off? I guess I did. No spoilers for other shows. No, not for not for Mingy, but. Oh, like, so, um, you know what? Go back in. <laughs> let's let's go back in the time machine. Change. Put the tile in. Bone, random bone spoiler. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the, my my point is is that they they made it so that the entire universe was rewritten and Spider Man never never got what was with was her. never together with her. And people were then really pissed. They were like, "That's see, that's what I'm, that, you can't have it both." But ways. Here's the thing. I said, you know how you make that the greatest storyline in the history of Spider Man. Have them go a year where n- none of them remember, then give Spider-Man his memories back, so that Mary Jane is not his wife. She doesn't remember. She doesn't remember at all, but he does. He remembers her. So pull a Buffy, as his wife, and he has to remember forever that she's his wife. And he yeah, can't that's have fantastic, her. Justin. Because then he can strive. Yes, that's what you do. You that's make likeable. Awesome. You make like heartbreaking. Thank you. Exactly. You make likable characters, and then you hurt them. That's what you do. No, it's not what you do. That's it's drama. Not, no. Fuck you. I would like to submit. Fuck you. You know, and fuck you hard at that. Come on. Like, that's just fucked up. That's that's what Joss Whedon said. And he's my master. So I know. I know. I know. Keep going. Keep <laughs> and going. I disagree. Okay. That's your right. It makes me angry. You have that right. All right. All right. Where are we? A matter of honor. Uh, Riker is assigned to a Klingon vessel via an officer mm. exchange program between the Federation and the Klingon Empire. This is fun. Yeah. This is where you're first when you're getting to know the Klingons. Yep. In season one, I think there was one with like three Klingons that were, you know, but this is. This is like nitty gritty. Yeah. This Get is like it. you're on a Klingon ship as a human. Yeah. And so you, the audience, are also being introduced to all these things. You know, it's one thing to watch Klingons eat gawk. Yeah, it looks gross, <laughs> but they're Klingons. They like it. But when Riker has to eat gawk, yep. you're there going, oh, oh no, no, man, no, 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 no. What? All right. Th- so 
people like to sleep on seasons one on two. They go seasons one and two are no good. Um, of next gen, they go next gen gets good at season three, and I will say that next gen gets more consistently good at season three, certainly. But episodes like this and Elementary Dear Data stand out as great episodes in the whole Star Trek uh, canon. I would watch this one a lot. Yeah, I like it. It's good stuff. Going on. Um, all right, the measure of a man. Oh. When data refuses oh. to be dismantled for research purposes. See, this is another great one. A hearing is convened to determine if he is a legal citizen or property of the Federation. Guest stars Amanda McBroom as Jag Philippa Luvov. I would say that this episode... This episode is one of the best episodes of, of Star Trek. Of any Star Trek. I, th- um, I think. I would put it on the... Certainly of the next generation. Top five next gen episodes. Yeah. If not, if, if not top three. If, if if number one is kind of everybody admits number one is inner light um, and then people go best of both worlds and all good things and maybe some of the, you know, the Klingon Civil War, this this deserves top 10, if not top five. This is yes, this is a very, very good episode. Ta- a lot of making you think. I'll tell you what about this episode. This and inner light are the two episodes I would show to someone if they'd never seen Star Trek. And they didn't know the characters. And I want to go, you know what kind of drama Star Trek can do? Check this, this out. Yeah. Um, uh, courtroom drama um, where they talk about the meaning of life. Yeah. I mean, what it's is the really definition heavy of stuff. life? What is the definition of life? And um, does data apply? Um, like, is he life? And and Guinan has this wonderful uh, thing where she talks about a whole race of disposable people where she goes yes. if data is not life then we'll make lots of data and a whole army of data yep. a whole race of disposable people yep. and choosing the person who is in the color purple to give that yeah you know where 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 he goes you're talking about slavery and she goes i think i think that's a little much and he goes no i don't uh-huh it's um stunning from beginning to end this episode um yeah it hits everything right there's not a moment of this episode that isn't good yeah i i and like oh every time when when they bring up tasha yar yeah and he has that you know little hollow of her yeah and it's just you can tell she mattered to him he cared about her are are you listening final episode of deep space nine are you listening Final episode of Deep Space Nine, one, not wanting to pay likeness rights for Judzia. Are you listening? <laughs> Are you listening? Because <laughs> it's heartbreaking. Not, not putting her face in there. Right. Having worse only memories be of Ezri. Are you listening? <laughs> okay, yes, go on. That moving matters. on. Moving on. So, moving on. That was a great Excellent one. Excellent episode. Watch that episode. Um, the Dauphin. Awful. The Enterprise hosts a young world leader and her mysterious chaperone. Wesley soon falls in love with the young leader. Guest stars Patty Edwards. Is Terrible right morphing effects where they turn into monsters. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Oh, awful. Just oh, skip. Yeah. Next, it was, it's wow. not even worth the time. Yeah. I don't think it was that bad. It, there's so many better ones to talk about. Oh, fine. Contagion. A dangerous alien computer virus runs rampant through the Enterprise after causing the destruction of her sister ship, the USS Yamato. Um... I guess it's fine. It's, I, I'll be honest. I, <laughs> I don't hate it or love it. It it I don't really remember it. It's another... I mean, I remember and it. Enterprise has problems. They better get out of this situation or else we'll explode. <laughs> We're 30 minutes. I guess, you have, I guess you have to have that occasionally. Filler episode. Moving on. <laughs> fine. I don't remember it. I have nothing to no, say. No, that's fine. That's fine. I whatever. don't remember it no, all. No, it's, it's totally fine. Whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aggro for no reason. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't have any comments because I don't remember. No, it's 
It's fine. Go ahead oh and don't God. remember. Who cares? Oh my God. <laughs> um, like some might all. Goodness gracious. Do we have to have this discussion? No, we don't have to have this discussion. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You, you submit fuck you all the time. You, sub- you can submit other things, but everybody, and I mean everybody, motherfucker, knows that you don't wow. ever, <laughs> ever, ever <laughs> suggest that a woman is PMSing. Ever. Really? Really. And you've been married for how long? How are you still married? So you, you, you want to know, know how that works in our <laughs> marriage? This is how we're... Honestly, we can... Because I am amazed right we, we now. Can, like, I don't care if Kelly came down here and had, like, menstrual blood written on her head <laughs> saying PMS. Like, you should still let, let, never let's, say, let's be clear. are you PMSing, let, baby? Let, let's be clear. If, <laughs> if that was the case, I'd be really worried. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, no, no. They, they, this is the way that works. We can be in the middle, like, of, uh, like, uh, just a killer argument. And, and she actually, it's her get out of jail free card. I never say it. And, it, that's, and that's as it should and, be. And, and, and so, so, <laughs> you can't so ever. She, she's like, she's like. You know, when when she's argued herself into a position that is completely untenable, it's like, like, <laughs> like clearly like she, she's like, she's, she's like, no, it's good to kill puppies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I'm looking at her and go, how could you possibly say that it's good to kill puppies? Right, it's never like that. But it's like, it's like when, when like. I think we get it. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that it that like she's got the full 28 day spectrum. She goes, she goes, oh, well, it's supposed to be in two weeks. Uh, I, I, if she says that. I like I'm not I'm not not allowed to that's like no the, no you're just not like, no matter what no matter what yes it, it was well it, it, it was like a week ago I was like wait a minute this you're in the best <laughs> the furthest you could possibly be <laughs> if, if, if your if your period is 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 New Year's this is June 1st <laughs> how could this possibly be the case if your period's at midnight this is noon how could this possibly be she's like well it's just it's this time and I just have to go okay okay <laughs> no matter what no matter what yes no matter what i want to have a man period i want to be able to do that i want to <laughs> have the thing that you're not allowed to say <laughs> i don't have the thing you're allowed to say well you don't get that because you're about, a dude if i if i if i give my opinions on boobs it's like oh you're an asshole but, but <laughs> all, men, all men are pigs all i can do is go like yes ma'am <laughs> We're really not. We're nice. No, fuck you. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. Fuck us. You know, but I find it strange then that you actually said that shit to me. If you know so well. <laughs> yeah, you're you're an enigma though because you're, you're either gonna <laughs> you see on one hand you're either gonna pop off or on the other hand you're by the way go to pop off podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, well done. Yeah, you're you're either gonna pop off or like you're the one who can take anything. Like you 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 will either you will either be sensitive and explode like a landmine. <laughs> Or you're brash enough that you're that you're the <laughs> you're the Great Wall of fucking China. I don't know what to do. You're a woman. You're an enigmatic to me. Oh my, you're the Riddler. <laughs> and, and yet the Riddler was a dude. I know. Wouldn't it have made more sense if the Riddler had been a chick? Like seriously, like when like ba- legit. <laughs> when Batman finally meets the Riddler, he's like, oh, that, oh, that yeah, makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think everybody would have been on board with like, that. He's like, are you PMSing? <laughs> and because because the Riddler oh, was. Have you, and, wait, and, no, wait. And, you and, always and, make fun of that voice. Have you seen? Daryl showed me this video. It was so fucking great. Was it Was it college humor? I think it was yeah, college I, humor. Yeah. Have you seen? <laughs> the guy is I like. I don't have cancer. That one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's doing all the voices. Well, and he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do that one again? Like, and he's doing like British. He's like, I don't think uh, that's no, the way no, to go. I haven't seen that one. I've seen the one, I've seen the one where... Uh, 
where he's talking to the Joker and he's trying to get him to go, where is she? I don't understand you. I don't understand what you're what you're saying. No, no, no. <laughs> no, this one was like the, there's a guy like a bad dude who's like walking on the street and like he gets pulled up by Batman, right? And he's like, "Oh, you got that?" And he like has like this weird kind of almost country accent and he's like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "What did you say?" And he's and he says it again. He's like, "I'm what, what what why do you sound like that?" And he's like, "It's my intimidating voice or whatever." And he's like, it's not very scary. <laughs> um, and he's like, really, I worked so hard on it. Because it's like, it's, oh, it was very high pitched. He was like, very high pitched. It's screeching like a, like a bat. And he's like, no, it's really not scary. <laughs> um, and then so he goes through and he does British. He does John Malkovich at one point. It's a very good John Malkovich at that. Wow. And he's like, John Malkovich, I'm scary. <laughs> he's like, nope, nope. He goes through a bunch of them. And then finally the guy is like, well, I'm done. And he's like, has the, he does the voice, right? Yeah. And he's like. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Go back. What what was that one? He's like, I'm not doing anything. My throat hurts. He's like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, no, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> it, just just don't really do it. Just funny. don't do a monologue at the end of the movie with that voice and you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm the hero that Gotham deserves. <laughs> not the one it needs. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean? It's me. Uh, it's really we have to show you that video all right go on very good okay moving on because we've completely digressed at this point i'm sorry sorry about the pmsing goodness gracious i meant do you get espn that's what i meant you like espn (laughs) but i meant to say are you a big espn fan is what i meant to say go on wow (laughs) wait a minute i don't know where we are we were on the dolphin i think we're on no shit <laughs> fuck <laughs> where what was the last one you just said no i know where we are shut where up are we? go on <laughs> you oh, wow. shut up okay <laughs> i have no patience left for you tonight wow <laughs> uh right it's the royale Riker, wharf and data investigate a structure on an icy giant i'm sorry icy gas giant Inside, they find a casino reconstructed from a bad Earth novel. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, one. it's okay. It was cute. It's uh, it's silly. Um, a little bit. Not my favorite, but I don't want to hate on it too much because it's it's it knows it's silly, and so I kind of I'm, I dig it because it is silly and it knows that it's silly. So I, I'm kind of with it. Okay. I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of with it because it's it is instead of instead of the dolphin where they think they're doing a really good job, but it sucks. Um, this is they know that this is shit. You can tell even the actors kind of know it's a shit script. And so they're just they're just like, you know what? Tongue, let's just have fun. Let's ham it up tongue in cheek a little bit and, and, and deliver it that way. Oh, we're it. coming to a close. That was abrupt. That was, <laughs> in, that was incredibly abrupt what <laughs> I, I just did. I didn't did. even know what you were doing. It's almost as if we're c- recording this as like an ending to this episode after the fact. It's almost like that. Like, like It's a lot like that. Like we recorded a big long episode. And then we're like, fuck. Let's cut this it in half. seems to be two episodes. So we'll just we'll just <laughs> cut it in here. And it's so natural. La la la. Love. We're talking. I guess we'll do the rest next episode. <laughs> and and this yes. is totally. Next episode. Yes. Not right now. No. No. Later. No, later. This, <laughs> we're recording this naturally in the middle <laughs> of the next generation season one. <laughs> Two, 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 two.
too. Um, <laughs> Definitely too. We did one a while ago. So, uh, so hey, listen. Um, I'm glad that you tuned in to listen to uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation season two on Trek Off. Uh, lots of other podcasts you can listen to, including the Pop Off podcast. Um, you can hear that at popoffpodcast.com. You can hear all of our podcasts at endlightpodcast.com. Right now, in Pop Off, we're doing the Star Wars. Uh, nice. movies so uh, come over and listen to that um, listen to all our old episodes if you're just like listening on Facebook and you want to actually go like subscribe on iTunes uh, mm. iTunes just yeah, uh, do it do just it. yeah just search for Trek off just search Trek off and you'll get us and then like this is our 31st episode we've got like, is it really we've got like 40 episodes 40 hours Fuck. 40 hours because we always go over an hour so uh, just, just, about. Ju- just about 40 hours of, of, of fun entertainment for you so it's free didn't cost you nothing. Nothing. You, you got to clean the house. Put on your iPod. Yeah. You got, yeah. got a drive coming up. You know. You know. You're gonna be wrapping presents. You can't really watch something. You need something to listen to. You're a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. You got hours. Just free entertainment. So go to trekoffpodcast.com. Give that a listen. Um, and uh, so for the end of this episode, my name is Justin. And <laughs> my name is Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. Trek Off isn't the only fun free podcast you can find on the Enlight Podcast Network. Go over to Pop Off to listen to the Pop Off Podcast, popoffpodcast.com. You can also hear Ninjas vs. You, the hot mess with Phil Stamper, and the Suckcast by going to endlightpodcast.com or look, just search EPN on iTunes, EPN, and subscribe. Be sure to rate us on Facebook and watch Ninjas vs. Vampires streaming on Netflix. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Search for Endlight Podcast Network and all also for Trek Off Podcast on Facebook and be sure to like both of those. And on Twitter, be sure to follow at Trek Off Podcast and also at Ninjas Versus.